The Bible Study Podcast, episode 566. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Israel and Judah with 2 Kings chapter 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Remember that we've said that one of the big themes about First and Second Kings is this conflict between kings, especially kings who have gone their own way and have not been serving the one true God, and prophets. And one of the biggest prophets in the whole book is Elijah. And Elijah, a while back, was frustrated because he thought he was the only one left. And he was told, no, I've got a remnant. And he was told, go name Elisha to be your successor, was one of the things that his instructions were. Well, that succession is about to happen because this chapter is titled, Elijah Taken Up to Heaven. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way to Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha said, As surely as the Lord lives and you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and asked, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, Elisha replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. The company of the prophets at Jericho went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied, so be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. Fifty men from the company of the prophets went and stood at a distance, facing the place where Elijah and Elisha had stopped at the Jordan. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit, Elisha replied. You have asked a difficult thing, Elijah said, yet if you see me when I am taken from you, it will be yours, otherwise it will not. As they were walking along and talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elijah saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and the horsemen of Israel. And Elisha saw him no more. Then he took hold of his garment and tore it in two. Elisha then picked up Elijah's cloak that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and struck the water with it. Where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah, he asked. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left, and he crossed over. The company of the prophets from Jericho who were waiting said, The spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. And they went to meet him and bowed to the ground before him. Look, they said, we, your servants, have fifty able men. Let them go and look for your master. Perhaps the spirit of the Lord has picked him up and set him down on some mountain or in some valley. No, Elisha replied, do not send them. But they persisted until he was too embarrassed to refuse. So he said, send them. And they sent 50 men who searched for three days, but did not find him. When they returned to Elisha, who was staying in Jericho, he said to them, 
didn't I tell you not to go? And so it's time for Elijah's retirement. His retirement is unusual. I can think of two different people in the Bible who basically, their death is not recorded, but instead it says they were taken up into heaven. One is way early in Genesis, and that's Enoch. And the second one here is Elijah. And Elijah is the prophet, really. If we think about the prophets, when Jesus is on the mountain of transfiguration, he's talking to Moses and Elijah. He's talking basically to the law and the prophets personified. And so Elijah really represents the chief of these prophets, and Elisha is his successor. And fortunately, this is the last chapter where I have to distinguish between Elijah and Elisha because this didn't necessarily get recorded correctly the first time. (laughs) But Elijah keeps saying, I'm going on, and Elisha keeps saying, I'm coming with you. And they go on and they go on, and every place he goes, Elisha is told, you know that your master is leaving today. This apparently is no big secret among the prophets, because they're all talking to the same God, and God is basically put out a bullet and says, by the way, Elijah is retiring today. And so they're all warning him, you know, you know that this is happening. He knows, he knows, I know, I know. I think that's what this boat so be quiet is, is I know, but I don't want to hear it. And so he goes on, they finally get to the Jordan. There's 50 of the prophets are, are watching at this point. And I love this, Elijah takes his cloak and strikes the water of the Jordan and it separates into two so that we get three times by my count that this has happened in the Bible at the Red Sea. And then again, as the people of God came into Israel in the book of Joshua, again, as they walked into the water, the waters parted as they came in and invaded the promised land, as the priests who were holding the Ark of the Covenant stepped into the water. And then this is the third, and then again, the fourth time that this happens that is recorded in the Bible. And so Elijah is again sort of demonstrating his power, or in this case, his connection to God. He and Elisha go on the other side of the water, and he is taken up to heaven by this fiery chariot. There's no explanation given. There's no, and we could really speculate till the cows come home in terms of what happened here or why. Uh, but it's clear that Elijah is uh, taken up into heaven. That's that's really all we know. And why Elijah and not the other prophets and what the significance is of that, other than it's a pretty big deal. It doesn't happen that often. Uh, anything else is just speculation. But the interesting thing is that Elisha has said, give me what you have. Basically, let me have a double portion of your spirit. And Elisha says, well, that's that's tough. You know, first of all, it's not mine to grant, but if you see me go up to heaven, which he does, then it will happen. And I think part of the evidence of that is as he comes back, he rips up his own cloak, puts on Elijah's cloak. He's basically now taking on literally the mantle of Elijah. And to show that, as he comes back to the Jordan, he again parts the water. And the prophets bow down, recognizing that basically Elisha hasn't become Elijah, but he has taken on his authority. Continuing on, healing of the water. The people of the city said to Elisha, Look, our Lord, this town is well situated, as you can see, but the water is bad and the land is unproductive. 
Bring me a new bowl, he said, and put salt in it. So they brought it to him. Then he went out to the spring and threw the salt into it, saying, This is what the Lord says. I have healed this water. Never again will it cause death or make the land unproductive. And the water has remained pure to this day, according to the words Elisha had spoken. Elisha is jeered. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Get out of here, Baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. He then went on to Mount Carmel and from there returned to Samaria. Two little anecdotes about the power that Elisha has inherited. One is the power to cure, and the other is the power to curse. And of course, that last thing, and then he returned to Samaria, is significant because that's where he's going back to the kings of Israel. So the kings of Israel have this guy coming back, this guy who has a double portion of the spirit of the prophet Elijah. And again, he's not just coming back as a yes man, he's coming back with the power to heal and the power to curse. I pray that this day you would be a blessing to people and rather than a curse. I pray that we would listen to God as Elijah did and as Elisha did. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.